Welcome to Plausible Foolishness. I am one of the two kings of the Rube Empire. <clears throat> the Philosopher King. The Ivory Tower. Yep. The Mad Scientist Matt. And I've got a perspective on things. And with me, wrong side, the Kick-Ass Duke. There we go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Duke. I'm Dusty the Duke. Uh, I'm here. I wish I was producing, but I'm not. I'm just hosting. And, you know, that's good enough. And guess what? I have a few perspectives on things, too. Excellent. Yes. Yes. All right. So, the Democrats are talking about minting the coin. Oh, really? I've got a couple of those. They're in my jar. You don't have this one. Oh, is it like gigantic one like in batman's cave <laughs> no that would be actually cooler than what they're talking about they're talking about oh, a one trillion dollar coin to fix all our problems okay this is gonna fix all of our problems wait how's a coin going to fix how's a coin going to fix all of our problems what is it made out of unobtainium well, uh, since unobtainium is garbage, and uh, I, I hate I hate Avatar. If, in case you didn't know, oh, okay. <laughs> I hate James Cameron. Post, like from Titanic and up till now, he's just complete garbage. Just throw everything that he ever makes into the toilet, because that's where be it belongs. Fat. To be fair, he was ripping off quite heavily um, other films that have come before him. Like, a lot of other films that have come before him. Fern Gully, for one. What, in, in, in Avatar? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's uh, yeah, Fern Gully, it's um, uh, Dances with Wolves and The Last Samurai and... Uh, uh, Pocahontas and <clears throat> all of that. That's fine. I, I don't hate. I don't hate that storyline. I do. Me. I don't. I love. Like I love the Last Samurai. The Last Samurai no, is an incredible I, film. Yeah. What's that? I hate the Fern Gully. You know, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Fern, uh, uh, aliens essentially is what it is. But instead of fairies, it's aliens. Mm-hmm. The movie is literally a reproduction of Fern Gully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I just hate it. This is... It's just... Um, his is so... It's so James Cameron. Let me put it that way. It's so on the nose. Yeah, it's, it's on the nose. They use terms like unobtainium. Like yeah. and legitimately call it unobtainium, as if I mean that's yeah. 
That's like, like a that's like a behind the scenes term, not the term that you yeah. use in your movie. You know? And then and then and it, and don't get me wrong, it looks beautiful. But the problem, the real problem that burns me up inside, and we're, we're on a huge tangent right now and I don't care. The problem that burns me up inside is that ever since Titanic, he's like a, a god of filmmaking. And Look at everything he does is amazing. And he's working, he's working on a movie that is going to revolutionize cinema for the next thousand years. You know, this is the way they talk about the stuff that he's doing. And I'm like, he can cram it sideways. I have zero interest in Avatar, uh, Avatar 2, Avatar 3, Avatar 4, the Avatar ride, uh, anything. It, it, uh, I have a level of interest in when people say, oh, it's a James Cameron film, as they say, oh, it's a um, Michael Bay film. Oh really? I actually like Michael Bay films better than James Cameron. I don't care. They're a bunch of fluff. Yeah, they are. This much story. Yeah, definitely. One hundred percent. I'm nobody. I don't think anybody's arguing. But a, but, but a Michael Bay film is can still be fun. Now, not all of them. The Transformer series was horrendous, just start to finish, garbage. Yeah. But others... That's why I like the Transformers films is nostalgia. That's it. Yeah, but they just crap all over your nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Just, just, just take a look at Soundwave. I think it's brilliant to make him a satellite. Yeah. You know, to modernize him into a satellite. But you don't keep the voice? Nope. Why do you not... The, the voice is iconic. Ugh, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Okay. We need to get off this tangent. It, all right. So that we're, we're looking at an article from... New York Magazine. Um, and I guess it's a, a segment of New York Magazine called Intelligencer, which is, you know, arrogant. But, uh, um, yeah, the... the, the um, I'm having trouble. You're not coming through all the way. Like, you're, you're getting... Yeah, your, your audio is all messed up. I guess, I guess there needs to be a delay between when I'm speaking and when you're speaking because it's not transmitting everything. Anyway, okay. Um, How's it? What? Is that better? Yeah. When I, that... Yeah, if I'm talking, they can't hear you. Got it. Okay. Um, Move my hand like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so the title is How Biden Can End the Debt Ceiling Crisis by Minting the Coin. So, um, gosh, just starting off, it's garbage. Congressional Republicans are on the brink of throwing the U.S. economy into a brutal recession. What? Congressional Republicans are on the verge of doing that? No, no, we're already in a brutal recession. Yes. Caused by this administration. Yes. Oh, my gosh, this article is going to... It's going to tear you up. Yes. Um, triggering a global financial panic and vandalizing the foundations of American geopolitical power. What are you talking about? The foundations of American geopolitical power are all, are already at best vandalized. 
as he said, but they're like crumbling and about to, to fall apart. I mean, just yes. look at Afghanistan. That didn't affect our geopolitical power in the world. Oh, no. The whole purpose uh, of the left has been to diminish our our geopolitical power because we don't deserve it because we're, you know, a, a nation built on slavery, apparently. And uh, and because they're, you know, communists and the workers of the world need to unite. Do I get, okay. Uh, <laughs> do we not remember the Obama tour? Yeah. You know, from the rear, because he takes it up the, uh, um, uh, uh, something like that. Uh, <laughs> and it's now just Obama 2.0. Oh, the feelers. Oh, yeah. oh. Oh, you know, a, a little organization that defeated two superpowers. The Taliban. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do when uh, we tell them, stop doing that. Come make us. That's what they're going to tell us. Well, the thing is, is that we did. And then we tried to build a nation. Out of the rubble. And really, we should have just come in. Brought the hammer, got what we needed to get, and gotten out. Yeah. We shouldn't have been there 20 years. No. Anyway, um, congressional Back Democrats, meanwhile, are on the brink of doing the very same things. Okay. Hey. Hey. That's good. That's a good sentence. <laughs> Just to preempt those 30-second spots and thus force... Republicans to hit them with slightly different disingenuous attack disingenuous attack ads. Um, this may sound like the synopsis. Okay, now he gets you know. This may sound like the synopsis of some tedious Aaron Sorkin helmed political satire, and now he's getting you know his his pontificating hat on because it's New York Magazine. But it's a straightforward yeah. description of the debt ceiling standoff in Washington D.C. today. And according to some economic experts, this extraordinarily stupid policy crisis demands an extraordinarily stupid policy solution. To keep American, America's finances in order, Joe Biden might need to order the creation of a $1 trillion commemorative coin. At least he thinks it's an extraordinarily stupid policy solution. Yeah. Here's well, it comes into... Um, it's worth noting... Briefly, that there's no, uh, there's little evidence that America's national debt is dangerously high. That is a good thing. Yes. Sorry. Uh, I got people coming out of me here. Um, as a share of gross domestic product, GDP, uh, Japanese debt level is more than twice as high as America's. And Japanese, nevertheless, enjoy some of the high, the world's highest living standards, and unemployment rates below 3%. Okay, they have a lot of debt. Um, most of their people, a lot of their people live in poverty. Uh, but yeah, that is a good... Have you seen a what, what constitutes a Japanese apartment? It's the same uh, as what constitutes a New York City apartment. And most of the world, though this is New York Magazine and you probably don't know this, most of the country doesn't live like that, buddy. You know, you do. 
Or maybe you don't because you work for New York Mag and you can afford something a little higher. Probably not because magazines are tanking. But uh, yep. um, yeah, we don't live like that. We like have houses and stuff. Yeah. You know? Um, we, we like space. Like more than 10 by 10 rooms. So so he says, which is to say just because a nation state's debt adds up to a very large number does not mean that its debt is unsustainable or economically detrimental. Generally speaking, a country that has been racking up ruinous debts will see its borrowing costs increase as investors lose faith in its capacity to meet its obligation. The U.S., by contrast, saw its borrowing costs fall over the past three decades, even as it added trillions of dollars to its debt. Global investors, those with real skin in the game, believe that U.S. Treasury debt is the safest asset in the world. In their estimation, the U.S. economy's growth potential renders Uncle Sam more than capable of keeping up with his interest payments and making those payments in a currency that retains high global value. So America is not embroiled in a debt crisis that demands immediate austerity, let alone more radical measures, and even if it were, raising the debt ceiling would be indispensable to restoring our nation's fiscal health. In reality, just about the only thing that could turn America's debt into a crisis would be if our government decided to stop making its interest payments for no good reason. If Congress does not raise the debt ceiling by October 18th, the Treasury Department's latest estimate for when America's debt level could exceed the current limit, the U.S. may be forced to do just that. So, about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I just don't agree with any of that. This is no, Ke- I don't this either. Is, this is Keynesian economics. And Keynesian economics doesn't work. No. I'm not going to say worked. John Maynard Keynes was an idiot, but he was wrong. I'm just saying yeah. that. He was wrong. Yeah. All right. What what are, what are the arguments that you know we're gonna? Yeah. Didn't we didn't we lose our AAA status? Yeah, I think we're dropped down to a double A. Yeah. So our, our I don't know if that can you confirm whether or not that went back up. Either way, we did lose our standing in the world as a secure investment. China is on the rise, all right? Granted, their economy is, you know, it's communism, so their economy is based on nothing. Um, it's all illusion. But that doesn't change the fact that they're on the rise. Like, they're on the rise. They're doing everything in their power. And so much of the world's products are made there. And when you have manu- manufacturing is so much more important. We're just consumers, that's all America is. Sure, there's some things that are still made here, you know, but uh, it's things that are sold here, things that are consumed here. So, like, yeah, they have a Toyota plant in America, sure, but the car that they make in, to- in the Toyota plant is sold in America. It's not that's not being shipped out to the world, you know, because it's pro- it's probably an SUV. 
And nobody else drives SUVs because they don't have the space because their streets were made for horses. Yeah. You know? They weren't made for large vehicles like the United States was. Yeah. We, we've, we built our infrastructure, our roads, to accommodate large vehicles and to drive very far. Because, well, guess where the car was made? Yeah. Well, let me, let me rephrase that. Guess where the car was made cheaply? Yeah, exactly. Here. So uh, we do still have AAA status. Okay. However, it's more than likely that we're going to lose it by the end of this year. Again. Um, the time that happened was in 2011. We went to uh, AA plus rating. Double A plus. So these ratings are so ridiculous. But either oh, way, re- yeah. yeah. So again, what is he talking about? That we're the, the we're the best uh, investment in the world. <clears throat> what garbage. Um. So, but let's let's talk about uh about this coin. <laughs> Is I, I I'm just curious. What is the coin made out of? Is it platinum? Is it um, diamond? Is it what are they going to make a trillion dollar coin out of? And how do I steal? I mean, how do I get it? Because I wouldn't mind having a trillion dollars. I could probably spend a lot better than they could. Mm-hmm. For sure. Saying. I could have my own U.S. military. <laughs> right. right. For one, or just, you know, split, split it up amongst the people. Of course, that would just lead to inflation of prices, you know, which we're already skyrocketing towards. Yes. And not to mention the, the supply chains that are all out of whack. is complete, completely messed up by these lockdowns, these garbage lockdowns. That don't help anybody and have only cost lives in terms of, you know, drugs and alcohol and suicide and things like that. Depression and whatnot. Okay, so there's a lot. There's a, This is a long article and they're talking about why the debt ceiling is, you know, why we're even having this argument. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and, and he's probably coming from, he's coming from a, a point of view you know where the it's all it's all a political show you know and in some part that's true because the the republican party talks about financial conservatism you know fiscal conservatism but they don't actually live it you know except for like maybe you know a few of them but none of them actually but you know the majority of the people in congress don't live it they they vote for every spending bill you know, or yep. or they vote things to be added to the spending bill, knowing that it'll pass, and then vote no on the bill itself. You know, garbage like that. We talked about that a while ago. You know, they did a, they did a one point nine trillion. Nineteen Republicans voted to add that to the to the to the uh, the budget, and then uh, and then voted no on the budget because the budget was too, you know, fiscal conservative. But you voted to add a po- 1.9 trillion and you knew that it was going to pass, so you voted no and you and your record is clean. No, it's not. You're garbage. 
Okay, but but here's the part that we are interested in. How the president could prevent a debt default by minting a $1 trillion commemorative coin. Back in 1995, America's coin collectors successfully lobbied Congress for legislation that would empower the Treasury Department to mint collectible platinum coins in a greater variety of sizes. The idea was to facilitate the creation of smaller, cheaper coins to help less affluent coin collectors get in on the sweet platinum action. In writing this legislation, however, Congress accidentally, and yet quite explicitly, gave the Treasury Secretary extraordinary money creation powers. Here's the relevant provision. The Secretary may mint and issue platinum bullion coins and proof platinum coins in accordance with such specifications, designs, varieties, quantities, denominations, and inscriptions as the Secretary, in the Secretary's discretion, may prescribe from time to time. So basically, he can just do what he wants. Yeah. Into making platinum coins. In 2011, the blogger Carlos Mucha, writing under his commenta- commenter named Beowulf, noted that this law seemed to provide a debt ceiling workaround. If the Treasury Secretary has the power to mint platinum coins of any denomination, then he or she could mint a $1 trillion platinum coin and then take it to the Federal Reserve and use it to repurchase $1 trillion in Fed-held U.S. Treasury debt. Just like that, the U.S. debt level would be brought well below the statutory ceiling, and the government could carry on paying interest on its debt while meeting all its statutory spending obligations. So why not make it $24 trillion? Or yeah, why not wipe trillion? out the debt completely? Notably, yeah. he says, such an action would not be inflationary money printing. <laughs> the supply of... The supply of money circulating in the real economy would not change. One branch of the government would simply deposit a coin in the account of another branch of government, thereby erasing $1 trillion from the national debt. Nothing would change except accounting figures that Congress has fetishized. This sounds to me like cooking the books. Yeah. You're literally and it's, moving. The Congress is fetishizing it. This Okay, I feel like this would be illegal for anyone but the government. Go ahead. It is illegal. It's called Enron. Do you remember the movie um, Fun with Dick and Jane? Yes. I only saw it once, in the, though. In the very beginning, essentially, it's a ripoff of Enron. Is mm-hmm. the essentially the, the overarching scope of the plot. Yeah. They, they, there was a company that had um, massive debts, and they moved those debts into subsidi- subsidiaries that they held, so it made it look like profits, mm. even though it was massive debt. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, that's basically that's that's all they're doing. I've got a little coin. Here you go. Oh look, all my debt is taken. But this coin is worth one trillion dollars because I am the Lord of Money. Here you go. This pays off my debts. And then the world goes, uh, no. No, no, it doesn't. So you just increased the amount of money in the world by $1 trillion. That's all you did. Yeah, I mean, in essence, that money's not going to go into circulation because it's one coin. But it's still garbage, make-believe nonsense 
that undermines the the mental fidelity aspect of money of currency of our currency right yeah so it, it, it like there's just the faith that we have that the dollar is worth something exactly and they're they're monkeying with like the most essential thing especially with a currency that is not tied to any kind of um real asset no physical like asset. gold it's Look. not tied to gold anymore nope now it is kind of tied have- to oil but we're not yeah. ex- we're not even exporting oil anymore we were we were under trump we were. Last year or two years ago. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. I don't want to. And what happened to the gas prices? (laughs) Through the roof. Yep. So now we're paying expensive gas. Now we're paying for expensive food. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They're making that even more expensive by saying farmers... Burn your crops. Buy them elsewhere. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So, prices go up even more, making our money worth even less. Even though we're making more, we're actually making less because it's costing us more to do more. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Oh, and what do they do when you raise the debt ceiling? They spend the crap out of it because they can. What do they want to do? Spend three points, was it three point two trillion dollars? Sure. Your audio just cut off. That's all you. That's not- I can't hear you. No, that's you. Don't know why, because we just consistently have audio problems and we're working on it, trying to. Anyway, um, but yeah, what you're saying is right. We need to get back on the Trump plan. We need to be back into manufacturing. We need to be exporting goods to the world. We need to engage in commerce. Okay? Yes. Our com- America's commerce with the world is completely one-sided. We just buy. Yeah. You know? We barely Except- sell. Barely. You know? What do we sell? Yeah, we need to be out there selling it. That's that's the only major uh, production that we we sell. sell That's all. We don't sell anything else. True. I'm not hearing you. You're you're, okay. you're you're cutting in and out. I don't know why. The audio just went absolute garbage. I don't know what's going on with that. It went. Uh, that was loud. Sorry, everybody. I apologize. Um. <clears throat> So, what was I saying? 
Oh yeah, so we need to get back to manufacturing and and exporting. Yes. And we need to rebuild the engine of our economy. Get the supply chain working again. Stop these nonsense lockdowns. Get people working again. And and then we need to say this before. We need to cut government spending like crazy and pay off these freaking debts. Yes. We would not have to raise the debt ceiling if we paid down the debt, which means we would have to start living in in our means. Paying down the debt, that means we stop spending so much. That also means if we pay that down, we could start paying people more because we would be making more money because we wouldn't have to be spending it on interest payments. Make sense? The less debt you have, the more money you have. If you have no debt, you have a crap ton of money. Was the GDP of the United States something like $12 trillion? $12 or $13 trillion a year? Yes, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Imagine if all of that went to, okay, guess what? We get to keep all that instead of making massive interest payments. Was the, um, I think the U.S. government... $3.5 $3.5 trillion to run the U.S. government for one year? So they say. $3.5 trillion to run a government that's not running efficiently. Yeah. Well, like there's, a really- lot of, uh, there's a lot of things that could be shut down, that need to be shut down, like the Department like of the Education, Earth. the Department of Energy, The uh, the million uh, police agencies that the government funds that are, you know, hunting us down. The alphabets? Yeah, all the alphabets. Yeah. The IRS, get rid of that crap. Please. You know how much it costs to run the IRS? A lot. Because we have a complicated progressive tax code. It costs almost as much to run the IRS as it does the U.S. uh, military to operate. That's ridiculous. It's incredibly ridiculous. Why? Well, you know, theft... The theft of everybody's money... That's it. The theft of everybody's money is a complicated process, you know? So simplify it. There's a nice way of doing it called the fair tax. A lot easier, less expensive. Yeah. Everybody pays the same. Yay! Isn't the fair tax a sales tax? Yeah. Uh, 15% sales tax across the board. Mm -hmm. But the great thing is you, every last cent of your money. So you'd actually be making more. But... Um, even that I consider to be theft. Yeah. Yeah. Why does the government get in, in between me and somebody else making a transaction? 
because they can't. Well, by what right? I'd like to see where it's written in the Constitution. Well, they did amend the Constitution to add the income tax, so. Yeah. Just, what else? It's just so stupid that they did that. I'm failing to see where the the in the Constitution it says the IRS goes here. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, the income tax was supposed to be temporary too. All of the, every taxes where it's supposed to be temporary. But that's, you know, <laughs> we, we know that we know that story. Yeah. And really they have yeah. no right to take our money. And that's why in the Rube Empire, all the taxes are voluntary. You know? Um, we have goals that we want to achieve. And if you yes, want to help support us, if you want to help support the Empire, you know, donate at the link down below, the Streamlabs link, so that all of your money, that you, all the money that you want to give goes directly to us instead of to Amazon. Into uh, excuse me, um, into uh, or to you know, Google or wherever you know, uh, give just give directly. And uh, or if you want to subscribe, you know, if you just really like doing that, do it. <laughs> <laughs> like that, well, hasn't shown up yet, but oh. It will. It will. <laughs> um, also, uh, there's a, another couple ways that you can help us. You can share. Share the video. Share the YouTube video. Sure. Um, and most importantly, you can uh, go on iTunes, leave a review. Any review. If you hate it, if you love it, whatever, that's fine. Um, I mean, we prefer that you leave a five-star review. That would be our preference. Yes. Okay. But we aren't in the business of stifling speech, so leave what you want to leave, my friends. But what? if you could, if you could go there and do that now, that would be awesome. Um. On that note. It's about time to wrap things up. You've been watching. Plausible. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Sir. The Duke has paid his taxes, and we, your liege lords, thank you. You've been watching Plausible Foolishness, home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes are voluntary, and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9.30 p.m. right here on Twitch tv slash plausible foolishness youtube facebook live anywhere you can get a podcast instagram minds.com and rumble peace out